new podcast, and I'm going to tell you about it. It's called Champ's Word. They cover horror, comics, pop culture. They have lots of guests. They're always about spreading positivity and making a difference. And it has a co-host named Sands. And the segment is called Sands Side Talk. So make sure you spread the word about Champ's Word podcast. You don't want to miss it. Relic Army, go show them some love. Thank you so much. And keep doing good things. Hello, everybody. It's me, FanChamp, and I want to share something with you that's really cool. It's a new item. It's called Popple. It's the best way to share your social media, share your contact info, share your Facebook, share your, share your Instagram, and so much more. Say goodbye to all business cards whatsoever. That's right. You can even decide what you want to share. Say you meet somebody in the street and say you meet a new friend at a convention, and you want to share your Facebook with them. You can just set Facebook and boom, goes back to your phone. You don't even need a popple in order to share. But then you can share with them and say where well, you got it. And you can show them how to get theirs. That's right. But now, since, I do, since I'm promoting them and I'm working with them, I can get you a 20% discount right now. That's right. I get you a 20% discount right now if you act. It's called popple. When I check out, go on the website. I check out. Pop, type in Champs Word FC. That's right. Type in Champs Word FC. And me, the fan champ, get you 20% discount. So say goodbye to all business cards whatsoever. It's the new way to share your info. Check out Popple right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the bonus episode of The Champs Word. I am Fan Champ. And this week, I bring you a bonus episode recorded last week. With the great Mike and Ming from a shared universe podcast studio. They don't want to hear it, but they're going to hear it. My two inspirations for podcasting, plus Kevin Smith and a few others. But, like I said, they're both great guys. Always bust my top. It was a great interview. It's always a great time to podcast with them. It's always so much fun. Um, it was live on Facebook. Um, next week, we're going to come back with episode Fifty-five, I believe. Yes, fifty-five. I'm losing track. I can't keep track. It's amazing. Podcast is rocketing, and it's all because of you, all of you. I love you, and I miss you. Please, everybody, please stay safe so we can celebrate when conventions start up again. I know maybe that might be the same, but we will get through this. We will come come together, and we will have a blast as always. So I'm always excited because I have so much fun entertaining all of you. So with that being said, here's your bonus episode of Champs Word Podcast, recorded last week with Mike and Ming from a Shared Universe Podcast Studio. If you want to book a podcast or you want to learn a podcast, hit them up on shareduniversestudio.com and book your podcast and lessons today. So, without further ado, I give you a bonus episode. We'll be back next week. Stay strong, stay positive, Spread the love, spread the positivity, and spread the word. Champ's word. And here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Champ's Word bonus episode. 
I got my two buds, my two inspirations for podcasting again, Mike and Ming. Well, look at us. I know. Well, we again, we should not be inspiring anything or anyone to do anything. Tetanus shots, maybe. Yeah, I know. Get your vaccinations for sure. But um, other than that, no. Uh, Mike, you you you're not at home today. There's no Indian woman behind you. I know it's weird, right? <laughs> um, uh, I'm actually at the stash. I I had a, a friend of ours. Uh, call up and ask if he could swing by, and uh, he's he was on his way home to California from Pennsylvania, and he's just like, "Can can I swing by see?" And I'm like, "Absolutely!" So I came in, get him was here, um, and <laughs> here's the weirdest thing. So I'm walking by the uh, back issues, and there's uh, a pair of pants laid out. Okay, get him. Are you, are you wearing pants? Should, should I like back away really, really slowly? He's like, nah, I changed to shorts. I'm like, all right, whatever. All right, wait, back up. So you came in the store, you saw pants on the back issue bin. Uh huh. But you didn't see him. So no, they, he was over, he was sitting behind the counter. Okay. The so there's a hundred percent chance that he was now, he took them off. Yes. He's not, not wearing these exact pants. And he was not, not, knowing, not knowing that you were coming in today. No, he didn't know. You surprised him. Yeah. And wait, so and the long story, those were his backup pants? Like what's? No, they're, well, they're the pants he wore in and he changed to shorts, which isn't the, it's not the first time that that has ever happened here. Mark Costello, who I was just thinking about today, Mark Costello used to put on shorts. He used to wear pants in and then put on shorts to work, even in like negative um, degree weather. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. The things you expect at the stash, not the things that you would expect to expect at the stash. Right. And just to clarify, uh, we do not have like a dressing room at the stash. There's no changing room. So unless you consider the entire store a changing room. Right. I mean, I have changed my clothes multiple times at the stash. Usually I go in the basement. Um, the price my outfit from comic book Man. Is what little there was of it, yes. Uh the Wonder Woman Underoos. Yes, what little there were of those. Yeah, uh, the orange speedo. Uh, I was probably in the basement when I changed. Do I have to say it? I, what were you going to say? I don't know. What little there was of that. Of that of, of that of that of that. Yes, yes. Um, the speedos. Yeah, and then uh, any uh, lately though, um, I've been wearing a lot of wacky outfits for the Tom Steve Day Patreons, the video clips. Yes, and um, so I had to dress up like Will Robinson. Um, <laughs> oh, God, what was the last one? I don't even know that one's come out yet. Oh, you you had the who Catwoman. did Catwoman? You were Catwoman. Oh yeah, did that come out yet? No. Oh, so we just spoiled <laughs> it. But all right, well, <laughs> spoiler. Well, let's put it this way: we're, yeah, we're getting you some uh, some viewers because we're doing spoilers there, champ. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Mike, though, man, we and champ, I look good, man. I look good as a. Uh, was I was Eartha Kit, right? Or Julie Newmar? Or, or we never really clarified, right? So, uh, Ursula Andrews never played Catwoman. Uh, I'm I'm listening to the Peanut Gallery saying stuff. Ursula Andrews was never Catwoman ever. Lee Merriweather, you were Lee Merriweather. Oh, good. I like I like the Lee Merriweather Catwoman. But so, anyways, uh, thanks for the warm welcome back again. Absolutely, and champ. Absolutely. Now I gotta I gotta say. As weird as this may sound. Okay. Sam, for some strange reason, is actually the Speedos. It's the Speedos one. Because you know how... That's your favorite Speedos, episode? No, Sandra's. Oh, well, that's not... Why is that weird? Because she's like... I don't know. I, that's not weird. <laughs> uh, you know, any ladies out there who've seen that episode, or even some men, if you feel strange feelings, it's Okay. <laughs> Okay, accept them. You know, it's uh, it, it, you don't don't fight nature. You know, if you, felt, if you felt looking at Ming the way you felt when you saw Bugs Bunny dressing up like a woman, there's nothing wrong with you. It's yeah, so, it's totally cool. So they, she got her shout out, but it was just the way Brian John Brian Johnson's. Uh, uh, they're supposed to be naked. How you bugged out? It was just, it was just hilarious. It was a great, it was a funny episode. Did he bug out? He was wearing the old timey, uh, stripey, like twenties, with the hat. He had the nineteen <laughs> forties. Yeah. yeah, was that, uh, was that, was that a pork pie hat or I don't know? It was just a straw hat. It was like, 
It's like the one that LaFors wears in uh, Mallrats. You just call it the straw hat. You wore, wore an Amish hat. <laughs> I I mean, I'll if I have to get an orange Speedo to pelt him with wet sponges, I'll do it. That's <laughs> I welcome that. Photo up. There you go. Oh, God. More stuff taken out of context. Photo up and Green Hurricane. Yeah, for sure. And um, if you, uh, I, I haven't put him up online yet, but if you want a photo of me in an orange speeder throwing a wet sponge, um, they'll be available soon on a shareduniverse.com or at a convention near you when we oh, start up again. in heaven. If the convention never comes back, they will. They will. I have a whole stack of those photos. September. I have a whole stack of them. So but stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. If you September's want. fine. <laughs> well, stay safe, I, everyone. That's all we care about. And I'll, I'll sign them for you, of course. So speaking of which, is this going to be our new look, the mask? Because I've been going to stores everywhere. Yes. And uh, yeah, it is. And I'm just going with it. I'm just going with it. I'm like, I'm wearing my, my skeleton mask. I'm walking through the store making Dark Vader sounds, doing you and voiceovers, having fun with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Carrie Elwes called this back in The Princess Bride when he said, I believe in the future everyone will wear masks. They're quite comfortable. Mm -hmm. So... Carrie, I I blame uh, Dread Pilot Pirate Wesley. Holy crap! I forgot about that line. Yeah. He was well, totally right. Thank God I didn't. And uh, wait, wait, what year did that movie come out? Uh, nineteen eighty-seven, I believe. So 30, 33 no. years. Mm, was it thirty-three years? Might be thirty-three years. Three M. Holy crap! Wow. That's wow. I um. Well, well that's all. That's. That's a point. That's a very accurate line from 33 years ago. <laughs> I don't know about the comfort thing, though. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, they suck. I don't love it. Um, but uh, you have to wear it if you're going to uh, into any public space now. So, or they'll they'll kick you out. I got. Like, I went to Lowe's just now, not actually about an hour or two ago, and everybody, every single human being on the planet, was in that one Lowe's. <laughs> Everybody, and it, you're not wrong. It seems like all the parking lots for yeah, you know, grocery stores, hardware stores, like anything open right now, they're more full now than I've ever seen them. This is the only place you can go. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, this is this is your date. This is what you're gonna do on a date. Hey, you want to go down the Lowe's? Right, you go, go buy some uh, plywood, some two by fours, yeah. some. Uh, Let's go get some uh, some tomato cages. What do you think? Yeah, yeah gorilla glue, man. You can never have enough Gorilla Glue. Yeah, sniffing Gorilla Glue. <laughs> what uh, what did you have to pick up at the hardware store? Uh, I was actually going there to get some, um, some wood preservative for um, my my wife wanted, and and we ended up getting it. Uh, this really cool, um, it's like a hutch for outside gardening. Right. And I don't want the thing falling apart by next year, so I, I got me some. Some clear flex seal. Okay. And this how interesting is this? I, I know. I, I am so sorry that your podcast is degenerated and to me buying flex seal. Having you guys is just enough. I mean, talk whatever we want. Okay. My, I'm, I'm uncensored, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. This hutch, did you build it or was it pre built? We built it. Okay. So, um, so some flex seal is going to make it stronger? No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to preserve it from the elements. Okay. So it's going to last like 30 years. I hope so. I'm okay. pretty handy to have around. I'm I'm not Ernie O'Donnell, but I'm pretty good. Right. Yeah. Right. But everybody, and I mean everybody, and I'm I'm walking out with my stuff to my car. Sure. And there's a builder there. And he's got his name emblazoned on all the sides. And Ming, you know where I'm talking about that Lowe's where where there's a Lytle not too far away. Yeah, right down the 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 yeah of course. There's only one way out. Right. And everybody's trying to get out. And this builder, this guy with his name emblazoned on 57 sides of his truck. Right. He's very well bred. Okay. He's slamming down the horn, yelling, yelling F-bombs out. And there are like little kids coming down the pike. And I'm like, dude, calm down. And I, I, I said this out loud. I, I was like, and I thought I was angry. Right. You take the cake, buddy. I, uh, I've noticed a lot of that, though. I was driving through a, a Trader Joe's parking lot, and I parked, and a guy pulled up to me, and he was like, hey, uh, why don't you drive a little faster through the parking lot? I guess he thought he was driving through the parking lot too fast. 
I didn't. I. I. And you. I'm an Asian driver. I don't drive th that fast through anything. So. Uh, I don't know what his deal was, but um, I'm like, in this, right now, in this day and age, with everything we're going through, that's what you're worried about. That's that's your big thing. So that's what you're worried about. You, sh you should have been like, really, you should have played up the stereotype, like, oh, so Sally, you know. I should have, uh, yeah. I, I would have done that and gotten out and done a little dance and then kicked the shit out of him. That, that, that takes too much effort. I just, I just went, I was just like, Hey, all right, I will. Thanks buddy. And then, and I just went into staple <laughs> to get my freaking, my mailing envelopes. It's um, like, I don't care. I don't. People are just so angered anymore. It's like, they're so angry. I'm like, just go with it. Like, you know, accept it how it is. If I've been, I'm, I've been if I'm Zen, Mike, if me, I'm Zen. I know that's Zen. That's bad. Mike is never. Mike, I, I am very zen now. I've I've taken this and same here. Uh, oh my god! I mean, there are so much worse things than having to stay home and watch TV. If that's that's your main, I want to get out of my house. Then go in your backyard, howl at the moon. I don't really care. Right. Do it in your backyard. Whatever you do in the mm -hmm. the privacy of your own home, you want to be in your yard. You want to yell. You want to scream at the top of your lungs? Go to town. It's not hurting me, but I mean, for everybody who's, it's did did anyone see that lady that was holding up? It was the German. Um, I have the, I've got it right here. Hold on. Okay. It is <laughs> Rbeat mocked free. Okay. Uh, Rbeat mocked free, or uh, I'm I Which I'm probably not even. I'm probably not even pronouncing it. It's German for and over. It's it's um. What's the translation? Set you free. Oh, it's that it's written. <laughs> I yeah. Last time I saw that, it was not in a very nice place. So yeah, it was not. It's it was over concentration camps, and I'm like, are are you serious? Oh, she used You're, that as a rallying cry to real yeah, America protesting the lockdown with this, and I'm like, are, what? Wait, huh? Oh my God! She was using a Nazi rallying cry. Wow! As it's, and I'm like, whoa! And she's like, but I have Jewish friends. And I'm like, yeah, not enough, lady, not enough to get. No, I, I was just dumbfounded. And I'm like, we're getting either stupider, and the coronavirus should rip through us, <laughs> and just just be like, you know what, we're done. You know, if there are 15 people left. Let that be the gene pool because they're the people who were smart enough not to die. Right. All right. Well said, Mike. I That's pretty crazy that you would use that as a rallying cry. That's, that you would. That's insane. Pointing fingers at me. No, 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 <laughs> I'm, you didn't say it. I'm Zen these days. Right. Mike is Zen. You don't understand. You don't have to understand here to be here. I mean, I've been taking like nature walks. That's me. I still go to work as well, whatever. So I still have to work. Right. And where, for me, um, you know, where do you work again? Uh, I work in a warehouse, but I'm, I'm I'm in a mailroom. So they have to bring the packages to me and I just deliver it to the labs and, you know, stuff like that. So. All right. And minimal contact. You're being said. Do they? Uh, uh, they yeah, I'm, I'm going to offer myself. We wear a mask. They have like tables okay. outside each, each, you know, each area. I put the package down. I'm going, I don't even go in the labs. I just put the packages down out the door, you know, on a table and they come on and get it themselves. Oh man, that that should they should just continue that all the time. You know? I wish they would. I mean, it's easier for me. I get to you know chill out most of the day. You know, in the office, eat my lunch. You know, yeah, with no fear of death. Yeah, uh, I want to thank Kareel Sukoff. Sukoff. Yes, our friend uh, from, uh, from it's Moscow. pronounced Arbeit and mock mocked fry. All right, how do you know that, Kareel? How do you know that? Well, <laughs> he's Russian, so and and Russia was very close to. Um, the, to the Russian borders, like Poland, Dachau <laughs> was in Poland, right? And uh, Poland's like uh, stone's throw from um, Russia, not Moscow, but Russia. All right, all right. Yeah, we, we we just we just all have to keep busy. You know what I mean? It's like, like I said, I've been working, I've been writing. Oh, good. What have you been writing? Tell us. Yeah, what actually like. Um, it's gonna be like a um, kind of like a found footage kind of movie thing. We're gonna act. Very cool. Um, what else? Is yeah, it found in a nuclear reactor? No, it's kind of like a wood area kind of thing. I was going to say, because if, you know, Kirill could help you out on that one. Yeah, that, he, yeah, he knows all about Chernobyl. I mean, we do too. I watched the TV show on it. Yeah, me too. I, I, yeah, I know. All, all, all the documentaries and, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, I know all about like skin melting off and stuff now. Yeah, I've just been working on me, you know, like doing like, and I even got like the mask going, you know, like, like I said, I mean, cosplay, walking to the stores, messing with people, you know, doing like voice tours. I've been throwing my, throwing my voice. I'll be the next house. You walk in like Sub Zero? Because yeah, that would be a great cosplay, just like, yeah. Ah, get over here. Uh, flawless victory. Yeah, I go, I go same <laughs> you're, you're walking down aisle six in Lowe's and flawless victory. It's like, all right, cool. All right, nice. You found the flex seal. I found the toilet paper. Get over here. Yeah, flex seal's messing with his mind too. Yeah, and I actually, I actually got like, I ordered like two of them. The post coming in Tuesday. So I'm going to see how it goes. I ordered with the logo you see on a, my, my podcast in the corner. Mm. I ordered a face mask with the logo on it. Yeah, you, a, you have Champ's Word face mask? I, I ordered two for now. Okay. okay. How much is that setting you back? Maybe I can be advertised like that, you know, and like maybe sell them. You know, who knows? Who knows what comes with it? Right. How much uh, How much does it cost to get a custom face mask? I went to it, Zazzle.com. Okay, right. It was like two for 23 or something like that. I was like, all right, let me go with that for now. And they're disposable. You just throw them out after. You can only no, go to one store. Washable. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so you, wash them. Once, once not, a week, wash them. As long as it's not single use, Mike. And that's all you we know, care about. Yeah, and I got like the face mask you're washing and everything. Got like Target like 10 pack for like 11 bucks. Uh, yeah, you're like that dude from uh, was it Backstreet or NSYNC? He would wear one pair of underwear a day and he would throw them out every day. I think it was Lance Bass that said that. Really? Like, man, it'd be nice to have that much money where you're like, eh, here you go. Well, that was uh, that was one of the lines in uh, Superman 3 where the Lex Luthor clone. Yes. Uh, was He's like, uh, I, I wear socks once once a day. And, you know, then they take them away. I don't know what happens to them. He's like, <laughs> they could use them for, I don't know, rags and Richard Pryor's like, or socks. He's like, I never thought of that. Yes. Does that make you more evil? Like um, just callously throwing stuff out like that? It makes you more wasteful. Um, I, I don't know. What is your definition? This is a great question. What's your yeah. definition of evil? Um, that's geez, man. That's such a broad question. Um, it is, but but specify. I mean, drag it down to like its basis component. Um, is it selfishness. Is it a disregard for other people? That definitely. I mean, it's a combination right. of qualities. Disregard for other for human for humanity. Um, uh, trying to take advantage of people. Uh, people who are, who are easy to take advantage of you know if you're like taking stuff from kids that's pretty that's evil or or like kicking dogs that's pretty evil um yeah but that's a disregard i mean you can boil it down to it's a disregard uh, for another living being's feelings right so aren't we all evil uh, it, I, sure but i i think our our good outweighs that evil that evil way so, so you're saying that, that we're better we're a bigger part. Yes. We're, we're, we're a little bit evil. Sure. A little bit good. Hopefully the good outweighs the evil. Yes. And why is Michael Givens yelling Walt? I have no idea. All right. <laughs> Michael Givens, whatever. Yeah. Walt. Jimmy Joe Jim Bob. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, like if, if, if I if I found I could walk through walls, then yeah, I'm gonna go grab a couple gold bars. Sure. You know, if that you're, but that's it's somebody else's property, so it's just a disregard for somebody else's property. Would you, I mean, but there are levels, sure. I mean, there's there's Hitler level evil, which right. is a complete disregard and a hatred of not just one faction of humanity, but many. So, um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Michael Gibbons said Walt is the definition of evil. I don't um, know. I don't know about that, but I know Walt Lanning. He's definitely not evil. He he does think of others. He's he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah again, I don't know if the good outweighs the evil. No, it's the good outweighs the evil on Walt very much. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've seen him uh, buy um, go to the liquor store and buy Tall Boys for a customer um, just because he was being nice. Well, he wanted to keep his business, of course, but. <laughs> But so, I mean, Walt so then self self interest has to do with uh, evil too. Uh, yes, of course, but not in not in that case. He just won. You know, the the cost. He was making a house call to a, to a longtime customer 
felt bad for the customer who needed some tall boys and then went and got the tall boys for the customer. My dad was a doctor and you're, you're stretching the, the <laughs> usage of house call because <laughs> Walt's not there to diagnose the guy. If he was, he'd probably, instead of buying him a tall boy, he would have taken him to a rehab. Okay, sure. But I mean, this is not something that Walt does for everybody. No, deliver no absolutely not. But it was, it was kind of him because if left to his own devices, if the guy didn't get his, you know, his, um, his mommy juice or whatever juice, he, uh, he, he might've gone into the, the DTs, which is never fun. Right. Um, but that leads me to another thing. I've seen a lot of comic book shops are doing deliveries and you stated you didn't want to do that. But you do have Gidim, who has a vehicle, correct? So you could start like a comics Uber, maybe. Are we going to give him like $2 a mile? No. A mile? You build that cost into the, deli you know, the delivery fee. So you know that, that part of that goes to him. But you can have like a comic book Uber or like a comic book Lyft. We could also do... Ernie Hudson. Your comics. Or you could come in and or get a curated box. And I, I would drive it out to somebody. Somebody's We're doing curbside delivery. Someone's coming in on Monday. Oh, really? To pick up their, their book? Yeah. yeah. Wow, this could uh, this could take off then. I don't. I, is this something you want to do? It's curbside delivery? Uh, drive I mean, by. Why not? It's drive by. Yeah, I throw it at him, huck it at him. Well, I mean, gently, but yes. All right. Yeah, yeah what I'm not going to damage the comic books. Hey, this oh. is maybe the time that this is maybe the time that Wolf Flanagan's um, ice cream truck kicks in now. If only we could get it back. Right. Oh, the ice cream truck. Ice cream truck. <laughs> Ernie Gretzen. Yeah, instead of renting it, we should have bought it. Should have bought that thing. Could have painted it up with comic book men on it. That yeah, would have been fun. I think it's a great idea. He was onto something. Who knows? Might be the future. Hey, I mean, if Wesley can be right, so can Walt Flanagan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, well, I guess you probably need to get them to pack boxes. But I was like uh, trying to come up with a good name for uh, like a like um, uh, like I don't know. Yeah, you need a good name though, uh, some for the delivery service, like or something. Wizos, Wizos, oh, yeah, Wizos Comic Service, speedy delivery. Yes, exactly. We get your comics to you in the speed of light or something speedy, like speedy that. Yeah, you can't you can't do like the flash or quicksilver <laughs> or the wizard, but you can do Wizzo. Yeah, right. It just changed one letter. Yeah. <sighs> comic comics earth earth two comics. Uh already owned. Already yeah. owned by Jeff Johns. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I I mean if there were an easier way to do, it, I would drive comics out to people. Mm -hmm. but i think if it was me or you they'd want to hang out for a little bit like that would cost extra <laughs> yeah all right buy me buy me lunch <laughs> um well I, i'd work that sounds like you have your hands full though with the boxes i do uh yeah it's it's been going well so yeah thank you to everybody who's ordered yes um, thank you you're gonna get some good stuff plus um you're gonna you know, you're helping out the store for sure. Absolutely. For sure. And uh, you're overwhelming, Mike, which makes me laugh. So it's I, I'm like, actually, get him was taking orders before on a, on Saturday. I said Monday through Friday and people are calling up and I'm like, get him. Don't answer the phone. Really? You won't let him take the the orders? No, because we're, we're already at like full capacity for the four days that we're going to curate. Oh, okay. So, so Monday and Tuesday, I'm taking orders from 11 to 2 only. So. And then we have to, then all four of us have to pack boxes. So, right. Oh, that sounds like fun. Sounds like it's going to be. So, what's, uh, what's the process? We just go around the store. It's, it's going to be um, the picture I have in my head is uh, remember that contest? I think Toys R Us had it where you had five minutes to go through and pick out <laughs> oh, Yeah, it's, it's a shopping spree, like, like a shopping spree. Yeah. Like we're going to be running through and I pick out whatever I want. Not whatever I want, but within the price limit. Yeah, you get, uh, if you're curating a $50 box, you've got an $80 limit to, to go through. And it's like, oh, crap. And you'd be surprised how fast that goes. Uh, yes. I Yeah. I, I mean, I know how fast money goes. Like, oh, crap. I'm out. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And you'll be at 80 and, like, you'll have a stack that big. And you're like, oh, my God. And I still have to put in 
um, other stuff like a Kevin sign thing. So, yeah, I um I want to do the other thing though. Can we do a raffle where like one lucky person wins and they get five minutes in the store and they can load up like a little shopping cart in five minutes? Like we, we have like we have like four holes in the shopping cart. You have uh, to actually yes. Yeah, Anything that falls on the floor is out of bounds at wow. that point. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a big shopping cart. We can get like the little mini kid one that you see yeah. for the kids. And little baskets. Like, yeah, little little store shopping. baskets. Yeah, you know, the one with the little flag on it so you don't lose your kid, that big flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like, or like the half courts. The half courts they have. They have I think they have them like Sharpen or something. Yeah, they have courts, like one yeah. piece, and it's like the down ones. Yes. <laughs> we we should do that. It's like uh, it's a raffle, like for twenty bucks you buy a ticket, and then we get as many as you want, and we pick one, one or two winners, and <laughs> like you go through and pick out whatever you want. And the winner is Harrison Chen. All right. Oh, wow. Like, How did that? Happen? Like, oh my god. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> that's that's Ming's kid. <laughs> He's just wandering around real slow. Just like eh, I don't care about any of this stuff. <laughs> I, I, I were the video games. Yeah, I always wanted to win that though. Like, of the, course. Oh my god! To, and Jeffrey would be like, he actually ran alongside you, like really? the guy in Jeffrey cost, costume <laughs> ran alongside of you. Why was, was that Jeffrey like slapping stuff out of your hands? Like, yeah, no, I think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not getting a television system smack. But he's like supposedly cheering you on, but he's he's like slowing you down, right? He's like, look under there. Why he's tripping you, like putting yeah. that big out, and, like <laughs> yeah. you in the aisles, slapping you around when the camera's not on you. Yeah, man, I, I, I know they had the contest. I wonder if anyone actually won. Like, I don't. Is there well, footage of like actual kids who won the contest going through and getting? There has to be. That's a great question. It's probably and on YouTube. It would probably be on YouTube, but there are also, if you look at the comic books back in the late seventies, early eighties, they had like free, you know, huge giveaway for like, uh, Charles, <coughs> pardon me. God swallowed some Corona. Sorry. Um, you had like the Charleston chew. You can win, you know, this entire whatever. And I want to, I want to see who the winners were. And there was also, um, a contest with DC Comics where you could be in the Superman movie. Wow. Uh, the first one? The first, the second, and the third one. Holy crap. Yeah. You get a walk-on part. And I want to see who won. I um, I, I would have wanted to be the, the Niagara Falls kid from Superman 2. Maybe he was the winner. Can you imagine that, though? But they could do that. And in an age pre-internet, they could be like, yeah, just forget about it. No, yeah, yeah, we'll say we'll tell them there's a winner, and yeah, we'll 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 parade them out, and it'll be like somebody's you know Ilya Salkin's son. Yeah, speaking of Darwinism, that kid is definitely a Darwin victim. Oh, he's he's out there protesting right now. Superman too. He was a Darwin. Stop the lockdown. Stop the lockdown. Yeah. Well, not a victim. He got saved though. Yeah, but he wanted to go again. <laughs> he's like i want to do that again it's like yeah you're he was probably dead by the next family vacation oh yeah no chance that kid's still alive no grand canyon they're like hey let's go to the grand canyon this year <laughs> superman gonna be there he better be yeah which we laugh but um uh the number of people who die falling over waterfalls is uh enormous like i think the number is way more than you think it would be but like why? Than, than hippos killed by hippos? Uh, yes, I, well, I think that's a little rare. But uh, if you go to like Yosemite National Park, uh, you know you can walk by waterfalls. There's a railing, of course, and there's a sign saying "Don't get too close." But of course, you do. You know. And yet, it's like 20 people a year die over like the just that one falls just for being wow. stupid. Um. Oh my God! That you bring up a a thing that's that's really. Doug, Doug Kenny, the uh, he was a producer. He was one of the founders of National Lampoon. Okay, the magazine and the everything. Um, he was he he was stork in Animal House. Okay, and he was um, he was producing Caddyshack, and 
um, if you read any books about that, they, there are like two or three books about like Caddyshack, the making of a Cinderella story. Right. And you all, all of them. And I, I own every one of them and I have read them. They're, they're great. They're amazing stories, but, um, he, they said that it was like drug fueled mayhem on the set, which is, it's like, wow, you're amazed how much stuff got done just during that time. You get a lot done on cocaine, I hear. But Harold Ramis was like, didn't do anything. He was like, holy crap, this is my first movie. I'm, you know, he was a straight, he was like straight edge during the whole time. And from what I understand, you know, it, Doug Kenny at the end of it was like so depressed. He's like, this, this sucks. You know, they, they took my movie away from me when they were cutting it. And at the, the premiere that, they had for press yeah he's like you know what you all suck the press sucks my life sucks and uh he'd been on like a three-day jag and he just like collapsed his parents like took him took him back to his hotel wow. and so they wanted to to clean him up like all of his friends and he was like best friends with chevy chase right so they all flew out to hawaii and for like the first Three days they were good. They they sort of detoxed themselves, and then they're like, "Ah, fuck this!" And and then they started doing drugs and drinking and everything, and they thought that he was like, he was okay. So Chevy flew back to Los Angeles to try and save his marriage, and um, he was out there by himself, and nobody had heard from him, and they're all freaked out, and uh, so. They, they called and a park ranger found his body. Wow. Like he had climbed over where it says, do not, um, <laughs> don't go over this. Right, right. Like, do not enter. The fence yes. You know, uh, possibility of death. And they, they were, they joked that only he would slip and fall and kill himself while looking for a place to, to commit suicide. So, <laughs> wow. And, and they said that he, they thought he was fine before that, but you're also talking about the judgment of a bunch of people who are on coke and booze and everything that you could possibly take. Right. Well, it was the, the 80s, late 70s, yeah. 80s, man. Oh, or, it was the very early 80s. Right. 1980, 81. So, um, and he was he was a really funny guy from what I understand. And I mean, the fact that he was on in Animal House, he sure. was one of the producers, he helped write it. He helped write, um, vac not vacation. He helped write um, Caddyshack and all the stuff that he did for National Lampoon. Um, I mean, these guys changed the face of comedy. If you look back, I mean, Saturday Night Live is an outgrowth of National Lampoon. Oh yeah, totally. So, and I'm I'm fascinated with like the eras of comedy. Like before that, it was. I mean, who did you have? You had Henny Youngman and you had Milton Berle. These were, that was the gold standard. And uh, Buddy Hackett. Right. Buddy Hackett was at the top of his game. And you're like, really? Buddy Hackett? All right. I, I guess I can see it because. They were huge, man. These guys were titans. They were, um, and insanely so. Um, Danny Thomas. I mean, these guys were the ones that were making stuff happen back then. Um, even. Even um, Desi Arnaz was considered like the gold standard of comedy at that time in the fifties. You know, everybody, a lot of people forget that it was it was Lucy who was the driving force behind that. But I I was always like fascinated with, you know, the era stopped and we had Vietnam and everybody was like getting all pissed off and there was like an angry edge to comedy back in the day. If you watch the first season of Saturday Night Live, there are so many more misses than there are hits. Sure. Like, um, if you, you watch, like, the first five episodes, just watch the dynamic between the host and the not-ready-for-primetime players. Around episode three, when Rob Reiner was hosting, and, again, Rob Reiner... Didn't really have to do much. All he had to do was show up because his father was Carl Reiner, one of, you know, it was Reiner and, and uh, Brooks. Uh, yes, another Titan, yes. 
two Titans. And even at that time, and you're like, holy crap, you know, all Rob Reiner had to do was show up and he's treating these people with disdain. And Belushi freaks out on him because they were doing a bee sketch. And he's like, I requested no bees. And he's like, listen, Mr. Meathead, Mr. All in the Family, all we're trying to do is, you know, have our shot, our, our time in the sun. But no, and that's where but no came from with uh, Belushi. He he completely ad-libbed that. Right. So it was it was actually pretty cool. So did you guys hear about the AMC? I think it was like put out like two days ago. AMC's completely oh, banned. Yeah, and Regal Cinemas. And Regal? Wow. And Regal. I, no, uh, no Halloween Kills, no no um the new Candyman, nothing. They're going to ban it. Like wow! I, I love. Uh, I know you love horror, so you went immediately. Mm -hmm. to horror. Like, I'm thinking more the Jurassic Park franchise, uh, Fast and Furious. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, all the all the minions like Nickelodeon or whatever you know, minions and uh, um, Despicable Me franchises. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, that, but what are you going to show? It's like. Uh, well, I mean, you still got Sony, and you still got um, yeah. yeah. There's there's play and. Not just with uh, Universal getting their films out, you know. There's plenty of other, you know, films that they can show, but it is going to be cutting off their nose to spite their face. They're making a stand. They're, They're not going to go through with it. If AMC even comes back, which right people don't even think is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, wait. I have one like down down, you know, not too far from me in the East Brunswick Mall. Yeah, and it's, it's it's closed. It's it's. I think they're going bankrupt, and I don't think they're going to open up again. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I mean, sad, but. I, I, I think it's easy to make threats right now when you you can't you're not showing any movies. So right, oh yeah, we're not going to show any of your movies. Well, you're not showing any movies right now. So um, I think when people are allowed back in the theater uh, and are more comfortable going back in, of course they're going to be like, all right, well, well, all right, we'll show them again. But they're they're just making um, two things: one, a stink to get their name back out there, and mm -hmm. to feel like, and I'm sure that Regal Cinema was like. Hey, let's jump on to uh, mm -hmm. bandwagon. What I mean, what theater companies are out there are left who are like, we'll we'll take you, <laughs> like we'll, we'll we'll take all your movies. Yeah, is well, there like a lower grade uh, cinema chain? Yeah, Bowtie Cinemas. Bowtie, Bowtie, <laughs> Bowtie has stopped showing indie movies, and they're like, all right, we'll show Fast Fast Ten or whatever. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I did hear about Drivers coming through back too. That'd be awesome. Driving. That's, that's, that's the best long. idea we do. Honestly, they never left. We're just, yeah. we're just less there's, of there's there's a few right down the area. They're, they're abandoned. You're not, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I, I understand what the land values that uh you know they're not as prevalent anymore. I mean, a lot of them got taken up by Walmarts. Walmarts bought all their cheap land and built mm -hmm. Walmarts on them. But um I mean, I wish there were more. I wish there was one closer than two and a half hours from here. Mm -hmm. There was one not too long ago, Ming. The Wall Cinema. They had um, they had a driving in Wall. Yeah, but now it's, I think, a comfort in. Yeah, I. Uh, when was the last time? Uh, uh, my uh, fan chat. When was the last time you went to a drive-in? Oh God, I was like, I want to say like five or six. It was like it was like, like years over five or six years ago. No, I was like when I was like five no, or six. Oh, was I was five. <laughs> <laughs> It was, I, I think I seen, oh my gosh, I just told me the other day, I was selling Sands, you know, the same thing. It was like, I seen a Muppets taking Manhattan, I believe. <laughs> wow. All and right. Yeah. Way back. 1980, right? 81? About that, yeah. Wow. wow. I, 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 I've been way more recently. I, I, I went back in September, so. I was, oh, okay. Is that my favorite yeah. down in Baltimore? That one's a, that one's a gold standard of all drive-ins for sure. A uh, place called the Benji's, the Benji's Drive-In Theater. Um, never had the pleasure of Benji's. Um, when you, you will, you will. <laughs> if we're ever anywhere near there, yeah, you get dragged over there. So, yeah, I'm trying to think when the last time I went, I think it might have been Batman in 1989. Wow, it would have been awesome. That would have been cool. Yeah. Or, uh, it might have even been, um, where the Costco is now over in Hazlitt. They used to have a Hazlitt and it's a multiplex. Go figure. Yeah, dude, that scene with the Batwing going, uh, silhouetting his yeah. moon at a drive in that's awesome. That was pretty cool. I yeah. gotta say. Especially 3D. Imagine if it's 3D. Oh, 3D driving. Well, okay, cool. Flash your high beams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I think the only thing is a part of the driving experience is um, 
uh, you know, uh, I don't uh, usually when I go, I don't sit in my car, bring lawn chairs. I sit outside with a boombox to get my sound. Um, and of course, you love, you know, me and food. I love going to the snack bar and mm. uh, their food selection is way more expanded because it's just not like a little movie theater counter. Like they have full kitchens in there, which is awesome. I um, had an idea. Yeah. Mike still has this crazy idea. I still have it like a, a drive in smoke. It's going to have his ears. No, it's actually a drive in club. Like like a beach club where you pay a, a yearly fee and you have I don't know how long does the drive in um, season last? Uh, I would say about March till October, conservatively. Okay, so, so you can go and see bit. a movie a week, and you know that's for like six months, and you pay like you know I don't know two grand. For six months, which yeah. is better than a beach club. Yeah. There you go. And you also have like a really, really upscale um, snack bar there. Right. You know, you can get uh, milk duds, but like big ones that are handmade. Look at this guy behind me. Oh, my God. Um, Wait. So instead of a dud, you get like a jawbreaker sized milk. Yeah. Dud? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a lot of malted milk. That it well, <laughs> no, it's a milk that it's caramel. Thank you, get him. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of whoppers. Sorry, you were thinking of whoppers. You can do oh, whoppers too. Whoppers. Awesome, I like whoppers, giant whoppers, and just have the the best ice cream, the best you know mm -hmm. whatever there. And uh, people go there for the experience as well. So it's definitely got to come back. My idea. It's definitely got to come back. I'm throwing it out there for somebody who has like $4 million to flush it and a couple of acres of land to flush down the I, I think that's why you don't see more of them around. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people have a, you know, a couple mil to, to chuck that out. Right. And the property. That's the tough part. The too. property and the screen and buying your own radio station. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, I looked at somebody asked about transmitters. They're actually not that expensive. Really? Yeah, somebody. Uh, well, somebody called me the other day. They're like, "Hey, you do podcasts? Can you can you advise us on radio transmission?" They wanted to do a church service, and um, I, I, they they were like, "Hey, well, maybe we could release as a podcast and play the recording." I'm like, "You could do that, but why don't you just buy a radio transmitter for live instead?" And so they're uh, on the roof of their house. Uh, no, I think they had access to a drive-in or some kind of land, like a drive-in like parcel Damn. property. Um, but uh, I never heard from them again. So hopefully they uh, they're able to to spread the word of God. Um, or maybe they're like, to hell with the church thing. Let's do this drive-in movie. Drive-in instead. <laughs> um. So the uh. Yeah. So uh, yeah. But so I, I I was like I bet you buy one on Amazon. And I looked. They're like 120 bucks. That's and, it. Uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, I think the more you pay, the more range you get, and uh, the range has to be less than a mile. Otherwise, you gotta get FCC licensing and all that crap, uh, which is. Which is crap, but um, well, that's what I'm saying. Just do the one mile. Yeah, yeah. Because that's all you need for the uh, the drive-in. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, keep keep that bookmark, Ming. Okay, <laughs> I, I will play the lottery tonight. I will. I will. Which they're still running, right? You can still. Are they still running the lottery? Yeah. So service. Do you think as many people are playing it now as as usual? Do you think maybe your chances of winning are go are are maybe increased at this time? I'm the only one playing. That would be awesome, but no, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. No, no, you still got to pick the numbers, but yeah, right. Um, oh if I hit I hit the hit the lottery, man, I would I would do so much. What uh, what's the first thing you would do? What's the first thing you would do? You win, let's say thirty mil. Thirty mil. Thirty mil. It's a good number, right? I would, I would invest, but there's one thing I always wanted to do. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm actually the first time I'm showing anybody. You know, so you know, only certain people know. The main thing I always wanted to do is take like a million dollars, whatever, a couple million, whatever, dress as a character, or whatever, and just go down to Children's Hospital. Like you know, the kids then may have their last, you know, last Christmas, last holiday, whatever, and just tell them just make a list of whatever they want. And just go there as a character or something and just donate toys, like make them happy. That's cool. You know you're gonna get that kid's like, I want a flamethrower. Exactly. Like, right, I'll buy that. Fine. Screw that noise. You're getting a flamethrower, kid. I uh, yeah, I'm Mike, I'm surprised you didn't did you see that flamethrower that was on uh it was like a Kickstarter that Elon Musk put out? I think it was Elon Musk. Actually, I went to a gun show over in Pennsylvania right. about yeah, like two or three months ago, and they had a flamethrower 
like on the table. It's like, hey, you don't even need a license for this. I'm like, whoa, that's that's a little weird. The guy's like, want to try it on? I'm like, no. Oh, so it was a whole rig, like with yeah. a tank and everything? Wow. Oh, my God, yeah. I just, I wouldn't trust that. I just do you have to clean it and everything. I just the maintenance sounds. Of awful. course you do. All but right. I mean, cleaning—it's like cleaning a gun. You you have to just right just be diligent. Be diligent about it. Right, because the Elon Musk one was like for consumers. I think it was six hundred bucks, and um, it was very like all the components were very user friendly. Like you you know you threw in a can of butane, which you can get anywhere, and fire it up. It looked cool. I just like, what? Why do I need this though? I know you're you're looking at me. You're like, well, why wouldn't you get that? Like, why? No, I'm I'm not looking at you like that because for what possible purpose would you have that? That's like I, I'm looking at Stuart Greenberg. Hi, Stu. Um, he says he would buy a '66 Batmobile, and that's an awesome idea. And I would love to have a '66 Batmobile. It's not terribly practical. I'm not driving around. Um, doing stuff with my '66 Batmobile. I'm not going shopping with it. I'm not, I'm, I mean, drag, drag racing, maybe, but yeah, the flamethrower, there is absolutely no good that could come of that thing. Tell me you don't want that. Look at that. Apocalypse. Look at Tell me you don't want that. Journal of zombies. They sold 20,000 of them. Just in, if you're saying like, just in case, I would much rather have a lot of ammo. I'll take that 600 bucks by extra ammo. For my look at look at that! You know you. That's you, badass. Yeah, that's. You, know you love that. All right, if I if I won the, the lottery, I'd buy that. But and if a kid wanted that for like his make a wish, you bet he'd get a flamethrower. He wants to, to have a flamethrower war with the the kid on the third floor. He's on six now. Sorry, one, only one flamethrower per. One flamethrower per kid. Yeah. I mean, initially I saw this, I was like, "Oh man, that's that's cool." I just, I didn't. I think it was six hundred or nine hundred. I can't remember. It was, you know, it wasn't pocket change, but it was enough that you know it wasn't like outrageous. And uh, but I was like, "What am I gonna do with this?" I mean, we could have hung it up on the wall at the studio, and then um, well, we could have oh, gotten, we could have like spray painted the hell out of a super soaker and just told people it's a flamethrower. Right, or it would have been cool that we we could have let people like demo it on the roof of the building, like, "Hey, take, go ahead, fight, knock yourself out." <laughs> oh, do us a favor and, and patch a couple things while you're up there. And yeah. by the way, Stuart Greenberg, I'm sorry, Batmobile does not have a flamethrower. It's got the bat beam, which is a laser. Lasers are better than flamethrowers. Shout out to um, I seen the chat. We got my buddy Rick that does the Jason mask. What's going on, Rick? Give him a shout out. Awesome Jason Math 13 Next Studios. Very cool. Oh, yeah. no, it was even better. These were $500 flamethrowers. Come on. All right. Okay. We, we missed out. They're all sold out. But um, oh, I mean, but the one that I saw at the, the gun show was like yeah. two grand, and it hooked onto your arms. So like, you were like, like, like whiplash? Yeah. Wow. Or, or, or like one of those, the uh, one of the Hydra agents in uh, Captain America First Avenger. Yeah. It, the hoses went up your arm and it clipped onto your shoulders and the butane tank was on the back. It wasn't even like you're not holding anything. It's your arms. And right. Like, this does not sound, don't cross the streams. I would get like, I would get like two from just like. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could probably. Day up this that. does not sound safe at all. It does not. Cause God, God help you. If, if it's, you're you're firing like that and you bend your arm and it kinks right oh, or you, or you, up or you sneeze, sneeze or something that goes right down the tubes right. and you're you're dead you're right. a dead man so no flamethrowers for any children i wouldn't i mean it's your money you buy whatever you want champ i would okay. go to the hospital and say you know what toys only no no flamethrowers no nothing or a specific list what yeah. what if a kid wants a bus Hey, I want a bus. I want to. I want to drive a bus. <laughs> it was my dream to be a bus driver. Looks like that ain't happening. We'll get him a little. We'll get him a little matchbox car. You can play with nope. it. No, I want. I. How can I drive a matchbox car? Get me a bus, there, champ. Yeah, you said anything. You said these you kids said anything. They're dying. Come on. That's true. <laughs> yeah, kids <laughs> like I want to light a cigar with uh, an Action Comics number one that's on fire. 
That's so he said it, man. That's evil. You just described evil. You asked me what evil was. That's it right there. So the kid's evil, but he's you said anything. It's true. What so, are, are you going back on your word, champ? No, no, no. We'll, we'll make the kid happy. That's right, Mike. You whatever he wants. You're depriving the world of one more action comics number or, one. What was it? Was it Larry? Was it Kirby enthusiasm? He's like the kid's wish was to see a naked woman, and like Larry had. What was it? Kirby enthusiasm. I don't remember. But <laughs> I'd be like, that okay. would be easy. Seriously, Mike, would you do that for a kid? <laughs> That's his last dying wish. Yeah, he, he, I, I guess he's thirteen years old. He's like, I'm. I'm not going to make it to. I'm not making it to the Fourth of July. Sure. You got the money to make this happen. Sure. Why not? All right. But he's got a specific woman. Uh oh. And it's gonna it's gonna cost. Hey man, beggars can't can be choosers. So why not? Beggars can't be choosers. Now he's like, nope. I'm he's like, look, make a wish came close. Right. You know, I wanted to see I I don't know. Uh name a name a, a hot I'm, 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 I'm not getting involved I'm in this. Well, they were gonna get me Marissa Tomei. But I didn't want Marissa Tomei. So. At May? Okay. At you got right. to come through for me. Right. I want um, whoever is. I want Gal Gadot. You you making it happen, Mike? If I can, if I can find her, she's up for it. Then why not? Come on, you you've got the money to make that. Yeah, you couldn't even get her clothes, much less any in any other state. So good luck with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. Good luck, Mike. I'm I'm yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Mike, my point in saying all this is, uh, you know, I think it, it's going to take a lot more work than just going down to the hospital. I'm like, all right, you can have yeah. whatever you want. It's going to take. There's going to be some. I'll some think that one. You have to jump through hoops, but okay. I like your moxie. I do. I do too. I love. I love that. I love you. Immediately went to that. All right, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, he's all right. That's that's a maybe that's a little bit easier because she's done some uh, Maxim things. <laughs> so, but how awkward would that be? Are, are, and let me ask you a question, Mike. Do you want to be there when he looks? I feel you have that right. You would. I'm, I'm, paying, I'm paying for it, so. Yeah, but then um, this gets picked up by the AP wire, and now <laughs> it's all over the place. National facilitating um, the delinquency of a, a minor. I don't know. It's delinquency. Kids dying, right? Like dying. there's no chance he's dying. Yes, but he's still a minor. It doesn't matter. Oh well. Oh yeah, you're right. Shoot. Right, well, that yeah. would, that would not make an exception for that would complicate time. things. But all, in any other case, like she might be hailed as a hero in that point. At that she point. would be, but Mike would be. His <laughs> oh, you're right. Fire. Yeah, so I, I'd still be behind you. Right. He'll be like, "Hey, come on, don't come down so hard on Mike. He's a great guy. Look at what he did for this kid." Yeah, of course you'll be behind him as this happens, as this go down, it goes down. You're in the room too. Now well, you're, no, I don't necessarily have to do that. You're in the room. You enjoy. You have your your moment in the sun. You know, it I I can meet Scarlet clothed one of these days. But you go, you have your your moment in the sun, and they come down on you. Like, oh my God, what a horrible human being. He's he's contributing to the delinquency of of minors it's oh my god i can't and wow. especially the christian groups this like one Graham foundation is all up in your grill and they're trying to take right. a look at the last 30 million or 29 million dollars because you spent a million on scarlett johansson okay well, we'll, we'll choose one one adult then get the hospital oh right. you're gonna scapegoat somebody oh that's evil that that's the uh, definition of evil, right there. The definition of evil. You might as well, just, you might as well uh, light up a cigar with that kid. We'll see. Just I don't know. I'm still behind you. I don't I'm, know. The limited resources I have. The, I was thinking toy. All the people who like me on Twitter and they're like, "Well, maybe I, I misjudge Mike Zapsic on this one." So I get unfollowed by a bunch of people, and I'm okay with that. Because you were trying to make the kid happy, you and Scarlett, because you're nice people. But boom. Yeah, and for that, you should be applauded. You should be applauded, but you're not going to be. <laughs> Billy Graham's coming after you. Yes. Wow. I know. Your life was so good a couple minutes ago. Now <laughs> you were so screwed. I know. You had millions of dollars. Yeah. Now, now you got nothing. Now, now you got nothing but headaches. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Just be careful what you wish for. That's what we're yeah, that saying. 
<laughs> True. Lesson learned. All right. <laughs> You're not running out and buying a lottery ticket today, are you? No. no I didn't think so. Yeah. I'll work my way. I'll get there when I get there. But you 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 could have seen Scarlett Johansson, you know. Even if, even if it's like in peeking through the uh, the curtain of the kids you know in my private room. You see when you see them all. So not necessarily. I disagree. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to get myself out of the hole. Nope. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. You're like uh, Christian Bale in the Batman movie trying to get out of uh um <laughs> trying to get out of that pit. Okay. Yeah. You're not Christian Bale uh, freaking uh leave. No, it was Christian Bale. Yeah, it's trying to get out yeah. of Oh yeah, out of the bane hole. Yeah, the bane hole. So, um Mike, I I would hire a PR firm. Number one, that should that should be your first thing. PR firm and um, lawyer. Get legal. Get some legal counsel behind. Legal you. counsel. I would get a team of lawyers. Mm -hmm. So, it's just me. Yeah, what well, we'll, 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 we'll do the little kids, like you know, little kids. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, they're probably going to be the most, uh, the the biggest handful. Sure. Because I want Freddy fingers. Okay, kids. I have the Freddy fingers. They can, you can borrow mine. You do, Ming. You're now you're going to be on the hook for it. Yeah, right. Liability. Hell yeah. <laughs> Guys, got to start thinking. Stuart Greenberg's driving people around in his uninsured '66 Batmobile. My God, it's hey. hysteria. Remember what Walt Flanagan said: "Comic men, everybody has a Batmobile. Batmobile in heaven." That's right. It's not true. I know. It's nice to think about, though. <laughs> Something to look forward to. You think that Adam West is up there driving around in his Batmobile, or is he like, I am so tired. Get the hell away from me. Leave me alone. Yeah, he's a, yeah that's what he's like. Dude, I, I just want to sit on a beach, smoke a cigar, and have a fine scotch. I want to sit in my bat shorts and smoke my cigar. He's not sitting. No, his, his, his um, oh, what the hell did he call him? Oh, uh, never mind. Shall we put on? Oh, bat baggies. Yeah, he's in his bat baggies. All right. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm done. I've I've destroyed your life, Mike. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and we haven't even you you haven't even gotten a check yet. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You got anything else, Fan Champ? Was no. it uh, good episode fifty three and a half? Oh, it was fun. It was amazing. <laughs> it was fun. It was all over the place. It was fun. All right. Cool. It's always That's, fun. Hey, you rent us. We're all over the place. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. One we were talking about uh, toy shopping sprees, and then we, then it just goes gets goes down downhill to hitting lottery and back up again and all far course. afield, buddy. Far yeah. afield. Yeah, for sure. Right on. Well, thanks for having well, us again. I would always be, you know, I would help. I would help the world. I would donate to, you know, the stash. Help Kevin Smith. I would just give back to people who helped me, who was there for me. That's what I would definitely do. You know, yeah, keep a little for yourself. Yeah, keep some. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would invest, you know, more business and stuff like that. But, but I would definitely help those who helped me in the in the past. You know, I don't forget where I came from. You know, that's Jen, I want you to remember one thing. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> always. Cool. Do you have a sign off? Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ming. Thank you, Mike. You know, keep spreading the word. A lot of big things are coming. Films are coming. And a lot of surprises and everything like that. You know, just stay safe. And I heard one quote, I'm going to leave it with, you know, one quote from the, like, your inspirational follow that I follow. At this time right now, we don't have to think, we don't shouldn't think about me. Think about we. Because, you know, if you lend a hand to somebody, we're going to get through this together. So I want to start off on that. You know, just... Stay strong, and we'll get through this. We can enjoy each other. You know, we enjoy conventions again. Well said, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Ming. Thank you, Mike. Not thank a problem. Champ's word.